Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of A Great Day for Freedom. Uh, my name is Mark Mandrake, and with me is a lovely Ferrari. How are Hopefully everyone is doing well. Uh, we are just over a week from uh, when we had the insurrection. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, there are a couple things we want to actually say before we get into the meat and potatoes of everything, because a lot has gone on. Um, it's, it's, you know, you're used to, it, it's interesting because on, 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 you know, the news channels, when they have breaking news, it always used to be about Trump. It's not always about Trump now. Now it's, it's, it's about other people in government. Um, still is a lot about Trump, but still, uh, we are working on a few things for a great day for freedom, as well as some of the other outbreak entertainment podcasts. Uh, we are working on some new equipment that will definitely pick up our voices much better uh, and it will allow us to deliver a much uh, much more entertaining uh, experience for, for listeners. Um, along with that, we're going to be incorporating video. Uh, that's, you know, again, we could actually incorporate video now, uh, but we're not going to do that until we are ready um, to incorporate the audio and things like that. We also want to work on a, you know, we're, we're in the process of gathering a couple different uh, versions of editing software to make uh, this go a little bit easier as well. So that being said, how are you today, Ferrari? Um, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we, uh, the ballots, of course, I, I believe, we actually have talked since the ballots were counted, but there's more that's come out uh, regarding the insurrection. A lot more that's come out. Um, I, to give you an idea, um, one of the things that we talked about before we we even decide, you know, before we even record this today, was the news is is pretty consistently saying that roughly. About 71 to 76 percent of Americans are against what happened at the Capitol. Um, I want your opinion because you do, you know, you're online quite a bit as well, updating social media and things like that. Are you seeing that? I, well, I realize considering that I people... removed so many people that were right wing from my view. Um, I, it's hard to say. I think it depends on, on who, who you're interacting with and who you're following. Like if you're talking about social media, who you're following and all of that, um, 70 to 76% sounds kind of high to me. Um, there seem to be a lot of people, not a lot of people, but more than 25% of people who are either fully behind what the insurrectionists did at the Capitol and or not defending, but excusing or, you know, kind of brushing it off as, well, you know... It's just like the Black Lives Matter protests, or they were just angry, and they, you know, they were just expressing themselves, or, you know, so I know what you, what you're gonna say. Um, 
that you think it's about half and half. Right? I do. I do. But I have a question that goes along with that because mm -hmm. you mentioned about brushing it off or changing the subject mm -hmm. or saying, well, we're not, you know, they're not looting or burning things down or things wow. like that, which actually, if you watch the Black Lives Matter protests, um, like I urged many people to do, uh, you would have actually seen that that really only happened in the very beginning. And then once they became more organized, they became less violent. Uh, they became more vocal, um, mm -hmm. and to some people, definitely more annoying. Right. Uh, in Oregon, they were handing out those rubber ducks that they were squeaking. That <laughs> man was uh, annoying as hell to 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 listen to when I was watching the protests that were happening in Oregon. But they weren't hurting anyone. Right. As a matter of fact, the ones hurting people at the time actually were the police. Mm -hmm. uh, what the police would do is they would pen them in to a certain area and then rush them after telling them that the police were going to back off and withdraw. Right. Uh, they did the complete opposite. Um, now, that being said, I'm not bashing the police. As a matter of fact, you're going to see a stark difference in a moment regarding how uh, I approached the police, and I'm going to explain that. But you mentioned that they changed the subject. You mentioned that they... Uh, some, at least in my experience, have outright denied it and said, well, they were standing up for our freedoms uh, or our democracy. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people that, you know, have different ways of excusing or defending or deflecting or, you know, well, it's... I'll, I'll use a great example. The manatee that had Trump, yeah. you know... Uh, um, Manatees have algae. They're a protected species in Florida. If you even go near one, um, you could technically be charged. If you touch one, you will be charged yeah, and any, arrested. Any interaction with a manatee is considered harassment. And that's and because they are a protected species, yeah. You, and, it comes with a fine and you know. Well, and I've seen a number of them say, well, it wasn't carved into his back. They just scratched the algae off. Well, the I, algae can be a almost a symbiotic well, um, protective layer okay, for them. Okay, and you're yeah. getting to my next question because you working with, with animals, mm -hmm. because you're a vet tech, you've also worked at zoos. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you. Does the algae protect the manatee? Well, especially, and I mean, there's going to be a lot of people from up north who don't think it's cold in Florida right now. Uh, it's cold in Florida right now. It's freaking cold, okay? It, you know, anything below 60 degrees here, because we're surrounded by water, feels like we're in the Arctic. Well, and, and manatees, manatees are, they're very sensitive to cold weather. Yes. Very sensitive to cold. They, they get like a cold stroke as opposed to a heat stroke. Yes. And um, that algae can help protect them. I mean, the reason manatees are so big and fat like that is they, that's how they keep themselves insulated. But the algae can be a pro another protective layer. And you know, you made a good point, and I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before when you and I were talking, um, about, you know, like the neighbor's dog. Like, yeah. go ahead and say what yeah. you said to me. Well, I said, I go, I go, well, 
imagine if I was to go next door. And again, I get along with my neighbor. So Mm -hmm. this is not implying anything negative about our neighbor whatsoever. Um, We get along with all of our neighbors, actually. Uh, That being said, that would be like going next door, taking my neighbor's dog and shaving, you know, my initials into it. Uh, Or Biden, shaving the name Biden into it. Or Obama or, you know, Hillary or whatever. Do you think that they would be furious and actually want me arrested? You bet your ass. And since one of my neighbors is a cop, odds are I'd be arrested. Yeah, it's just, it's it's childish, it's stupid, it's disrespectful. Well, it's it would be along the lines of me going up and 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 seeing a child that's not near a parent, which if you've gone to Disney World happens quite often. Oh yeah. And then taking a permanent marker and writing Obama or Hillary or Biden on that child and then do you think the parents would be mad? I mean, I know that if we had children and someone did that, I probably would kick their ass. Yeah. Uh, not 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 even probably. I yeah. would kick their ass. Even though it's not hurting the child. Yeah. But, but it's not it's 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 not right. Right. Yeah, and just manatees they're so protected and they're so loved by flirtings like they're not just protected legally like the people here in Florida uh, ourselves included like are very personally protective of manatees well wildlife in general yeah but they they just mean so much to the Florida ecosystem they do well it's kind of like gators alligators um Alligators are a protected species not because there's so few of them. No. They're protected Trust species. Me, there's plenty of them. <laughs> yeah. They're a protected species to protect people. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd like to see a Trump supporter try to try to etch Trump into an alligator. So would I. And I would and like it see how like, that works on, on pay per view. Um, that would be fun. That's not encouraging any of you to do it, please. If you're stupid yeah. enough to do it, um, lay there first and let it come to you. Hang out some chicken, hold it when it grabs it, and let's see what happens before you decide to write or carve or anything to an alligator. Right. Um, I'm going to take a guess that you're not going to have hands to do so by the end of it, but if you want to try. Uh, but the point is, they're not protected because they're an endangered species as far as alligators go. Right. They're protected because there's there, there are plenty of them. Interacting with them is dangerous. Yes. And actually interacting with manatees are dangerous. Um, yeah. Manatees quite often, especially if you're near like an intercoastal, will sometimes come out into the Gulf. And there was uh, a friend of ours actually went, he used to go fishing at the beach, uh, at, at Madura Beach actually, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, and one night he's seen this thing in the water and it turned out to be a manatee. And he, I mean, he had to walk up close to determine it was a manatee because mm-hmm. he had never seen one on the beach like that. It, it's not often it happens like that, but it does happen more often than people realize. Right, yeah. We have plenty of personal anecdotes from people who have been at the beach and 
you know, all of a sudden the gr- the the ground under your feet when you're in the water starts moving. Yes, and, and it's a manatee rolling over. You know, they and just they're they're big so enough. slow. Well, and they're big enough where if they were to roll over, it's like a car rolling over onto you. That being said, they are not malicious animals. They are not aggressive. They do not want to hurt anyone. Um, As a matter of fact, um, I've known plenty of people that have swam with them uh, in in Crystal River and places like that. Mm -hmm. And the manatees actually come up to the people and the people have to swim away because... Yeah. You're not supposed to interact with them. But at the same time, the manatees actually almost seem like they're craving that interaction. I think they're just curious, you know? Yes. I, I mean, they're. It, I don't want to say that they're stupid, but they don't need to be, like, very intelligent, you know? They're just no. big vegetation eaters. And so I think they're like, huh, are those people? Cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe they got just, lettuce. Yeah, you know? do they have lettuce, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where where we're seeing that a lot of people are blaming other things. In other words, and I mentioned the manatees for a main reason of one because, of the things yeah, that I seen there was there are a lot of people that are saying, "Well, it's not that big of a deal." Well, they didn't carve anything into his back. Instead, they just scratched the algae off. Um, that doesn't excuse it. I mean, that's like me saying, "Well, you know." I didn't write on your kid with marker that won't come off eventually. Right. You know? Yeah. Would you still kick my ass? Yeah. you damn well right you would. Because if you're not, you're probably not a good parent. Yeah. It's just all the deflection. Um, and it's just very frustrating. So then I want to get to this. One of the things that Trump supporters love, love throwing around for the past four years And I got so sick of hearing it because they were doing the same thing. Was cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Would you consider what they're doing essentially cancel culture? In other words, they're canceling out what they're doing. So cancel culture is, the definition of it is like, it's, it really started coming to a head like when certain actors and comedians... And people of high stature in the celebrity world were being accused of sexual assault. And then everyone was boycotting, you know, their performances and their movies and their TV shows and asking for them to lose their roles. And that was kind of when cancel culture came to a head. And I think in certain instances, it was necessary. There are certain people who took advantage of a lot of people. You know, we don't need to go into who or whatever, but, um, and not to say that you, you can't enjoy somebody's previous work that you didn't know was made, you know, during a time when they were doing these things, but that's what cancel culture really came to a head. But now it's a lot of, right-wing people have kind of twisted it and they're accusing like everything of being cancel culture. Well, would you say then if someone legitimately won something Mm -hmm. and it's been proven. Yeah. But you refuse to accept it. Mm -hmm. And you, 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 you refuse to acknowledge it. Mm hmm. You're almost 
would that would that be considered canceling out that to people that look up to you and support you and follow you? You getting what I'm getting at? No. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> we'll, no. We'll, 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 we'll brush over that. Um, yeah, no, uh, the cancel culture that, that the right-wing people are mad about now is, like, all of these, um, you know, there's been musicians and, um, you know, actors that have gotten a lot of flack for defending Trump and his supporters um, there have been Olympic medalists that were at the Capitol rally who are now arrested. <laughs> um, and know. also are going to probably lose their, you know, yeah, their, their lose, sponsorships. Yeah. Now, and that that is, in theory, cancel culture, is that you're losing all of your opportunities because of, you know, bad decisions that you've made or bad things that you've done. Well, that's actually happening quite a bit then because – Right-wing GOP supporters, financial supporters, are pulling their financial support of people like Senator Hawley, um, of Donald Trump uh, as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I, there's a whole list of them. Ted Cruz had a number of financial supporters say they're not going to support uh, them as well. And part of it, you know, look, you can call it cancel culture all you want. But I've said from the very beginning, to understand Donald Trump, you have to understand business. To understand business, you have to understand that doing business with someone that is bad for business, you almost need to pull away from them. So if that's mm. cancel culture, go ahead. Say they're guilty. By right. all means. The fact is, they've got more money than you do. I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. But they've got more money than you do. Um... So we can move past that. I did mention on the previous podcast that we were going to find out a lot more about the insurrection. And you were going to find out more and more that it very they very likely had some inside help. Uh, well, they've already kind of insinuated that the FBI has their hands full right now. And they're going to continue to have their hands full for a long time because... There's yes. a lot of investigation going on here. I mean, they're, not only are they investigating the the insurrectionists that they have arrested, you know, and they're investigating Parler and they're investigating, you know, people's social media posts and things like that, but they're now investigating certain law enforcement officers that were either on duty at the Capitol and in Washington, D.C., and certain rally attendees and maybe insurrectionists were off-duty law enforcement, not just from Washington, D.C., but from all over the country. I think it's important. When we say law enforcement, I think it's important that we cover what we mean by law enforcement. We're not just talking police. There's There was a fire department officials. Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, New York Fire Department is actually launching a full-scale investigation. Right. Because it's been reported that a number of either uh, active or retired personnel mm -hmm. uh, were were at the Capitol and taking part right. in these riots. And there were potentially active military and retired military yes. that were attending that. Um, they also are investigating that 
there are reports that certain Congress members actually gave tours in the days leading up to the insurrection. Uh, okay, there to is some of these rally attendees. There, there is enough evidence now. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. Where if there's smoke, yes. somewhere there's fire. Yeah. And there is enough evidence now to say, you know what? There's a very good chance that this this happened. Um, we're finding out that uh, certain House members uh, were giving unauthorized tours. They, they had actually stopped tours um, of the Capitol building. Um, there's mixed... There's mixed reasons. Uh, I've heard on some media outlets reporting because of COVID. Some media outlets are reporting that Nancy Pelosi just canceled them because of safety concerns. Um, regardless, they were canceled. So it doesn't really matter why. Um, and there was still tours being going on, going on, being led by uh, certain congressmen and women. Uh, that were showing them, they were almost like behind-the-scenes tours is how it was worded. Uh, and this is actually being confirmed by congressmen and women on both sides of the aisle. So if you're a Republican listening to this and you're thinking that, oh, well, they're just, you know, shitting all over Republican. No. Both sides of the aisle have actually come out and said, look, this is not right. Um, I will tell you right now that, that, that Bobart, um, that, that the, the one chick that for the week before the insurrection kept on running commercials that were annoying as hell, um, that she was planning on bringing her, her firearm to the Capitol. And then after the insurrection, when they installed, uh, metal detectors, she was one of, I believe it was four to six uh, congressmen and women that refused to go through the metal detectors or they complained or they, they, they bitched and moaned and Capitol Police just let them through. Well, now that's not going to happen um, because Pelosi has actually said, look, you don't want to go through it. It's $5,000 the first time it comes out of your salary. It will come out of your check. So you can't take it from someone that finances you. It's coming out of your actual personal paycheck. Um, second time is $10,000. And they actually are looking at the possibility of us doing that. If you decide to do this a second time, you can be removed from Congress, whether you're a representative or whether you're a senator, uh, which I think they should do. Um in my opinion, if you, and this is looking at you, Bobart, if you tweet out, even after they told everyone not to use their phones, if you tweet out the location of Pelosi, mm -hmm. I don't really like Pelosi. Right. But again, but you're going to see I don't really like Pence, but I'm going to bring something up about Pence in a moment, too. Um, I don't really like Pelosi, but if you're going to tweet out her location... If you're going to carry a firearm into the Capitol, if you're going to pose with Proud Boys, 
if you are going to, and she's highly suspected of one of the ones giving unauthorized tours of the Capitol, odds are you're not working for the right side there, Chica. Yeah. Um, again, say what you want. Uh, but there's a serious problem. Um, this leads to another problem of there's congressmen and women that don't know who they can trust. You cannot lead an efficient government if you can't trust that person across the aisle from you. Because you don't know that if they disagree with you or vice versa, that they're not going to sick their followers on you. Um, again, I, and, and we'll talk about this at the end, but there's still plenty of people in Congress that are QAnon supporters that are, uh, that have plenty of QAnon supporters uh, that cater to these militias that are racist. I, I realize everyone, everyone loves saying, well, Black Lives Matter did this and Black Lives Matter did that. And um, look, the fact of the matter is Black Lives Matter was there, there was some looting and there was some violence for roughly about a month and a half, two months. That was that was done by by certain people in the Black Lives Matter movement. Um the majority of the violence that you've seen afterwards actually has been tied to militia groups that were actually posing. And, well, and the Black Lives Matter. Well, even some at the beginning, too. I mean, oh, yeah. it, I mean, we talked about this before. The, the police station in Kenosha that was burned down was a white right-wing militia guy. You know, it's... Which is interesting, and I mentioned this before, because in, in Kenosha, they were the ones that actually helped the militia. So... You know, mm -hmm. again, these are the same people that sat there, and I know one of them. They would sit there and tell me on the phone, Blue Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. Yet it's interesting because when they want to storm the Capitol, Blue Lives obviously didn't matter because one police officer got killed. Yeah. They didn't care about other police officers got, that got injured. Um, no, and they were, they were chanting at certain police officers, kill him with his own gun. Yes. So. Um, and that brings me up to, and Pence is involved with this in a way, not in a bad way. Um, they were very close to, uh, the insurrectionists were very close to actually getting their hands on uh, some of these lawmakers including vice president pence uh vice president pence they they said literally was within 60 seconds or less of the insurrectionists actually getting their hands on him you have to remember they were chanting hang mike pence there was gallows outside on capitol grounds uh there was a number of of these insurrectionists that actually had Zip ties. Now, one of the greatest excuses that I love seeing on Twitter was, well, anybody can carry zip ties. I, I can go to Home Depot and buy zip ties. Home zip ties, those are easy to come by. 
Okay, anybody that's been zip-tied by the police, not that I know anybody personally, um, they're different than what you buy in Home Depot. Right. Well, and even if they were Home Depot zip-ties, why would you bring them well, to a rally to zip tie the doors Capitol. and things like that, but I, I, but still, I, I'm I mean, not, I'm not, I'm but not. But no, I mean, them. it's going to be some sort of nefarious, vandalistic, well, causing trouble reason. You're right. You know, there, there's no honest, good, caring reason to bring zip ties. No, you're right. But zip tying a door and zip tying someone's hands so you can hang them till they die. Right. Are two drastically different offenses. Right. But um, still. I'm not saying be, you're right. I'm but not... there would be no reason. No. No reason. And the one excuse, the one guy who had the zip ties who, who was like, oh, I found them and I was going to return them to the cops. Yeah, uh -huh. I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's, it's, there's been so many excuses, and this goes back to what I said, you know, we, we talked about earlier when I asked Ferrari how many people that she actually thought were against what had happened at the Capitol. And the, ma the mainstream media is, is, is averaging roughly between, they're, they're saying roughly between 71 to 76 percent of Americans. I'd like are, to know how against. they determine that. Number. I would like to know that too. Now, I. I have a lot of friends that are that are you know on on Twitter that I speak with that are in government, uh, that are in uh, local news especially. Mm -hmm. um, when I say local, I don't necessarily mean local news here. I mean local news in other places: Wisconsin, Washington, Orlando, Miami, places like that. And between and re reading the replies to what's been posted by a number of these politicians, uh, including Joe Biden, I may add. Um, I, I actually, I posted something um, in reply to someone else that, that, that was uh, urging Joe Biden to at least mention to President-elect Joe Biden to possibly hold the uh, inauguration indoors mm -hmm. for the protection of the Bidens, the Obamas, the the the, the Bushes, anybody, who, you know, any former presidents, any Pence, con Pence is supposed to. Yes, be there. Pence is supposed to be there um, as well. Some of, I think, Rick Scott is planning on attending. Rick Scott shouldn't be allowed to leave his house. Yeah, Rick um, Rick Scott should crawl, but he's, never mind. I don't want to talk I, about Rick Scott. I'm he's sorry. being there because he wants attention. He does. Um, that that's just how Rick Scott is. Yeah, even but no, I agree with you. I think it it's much safer to do it inside, especially with COVID concerns and now with insurrection concerns. That well, you know. Well, here's part of the problem with people like Rick Scott attending that is there. Not only was this most likely a super spreader event. Right. Because of all of the insurrectionists. But there was a number of Republicans, and I say Republicans because, honestly, that's who it mostly was. Oh, yeah, inside the Capitol. They refused to wear yeah. masks once they got off the Capitol floor. And three people already have been diagnosed with COVID. There's a very real possibility that more may. We don't know. 
Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens out of that. But what if it's laying dormant in some of these people and then they decide to show up? Mm-hmm. The good thing about Biden and his team is it seems like they are very adamant about people wearing masks. Yes. And so that 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 adds a layer of protection. Um, and honestly, if you're one of those people that listens to this show that's against masks, um, look, here's the thing. If you don't care about yourself, and evidently you wouldn't if you don't want to wear a mask, um, I'm susceptible to it. So you want to give it to someone else? Um, I, I, again, I've said this all along that if you can trace it back to whoever gave you COVID and for someone like me, that will be actually fairly easy to do because I don't have to leave the house that often. Um, I, I, I do all my work from home, you know, uh, I, I handle everything pretty much from home. I should be allowed to sue you for my medical bills. Yeah. And since most COVID medical bills are over $100,000, I have a feeling that quite a few of my listeners will be screwed. Um, so I posted that I, I for, for their own safety, I'd like to see it held indoors. And sure enough, here, here come the, here come the, 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 quote unquote patriot trolls oh why you don't think he's going to get 80 million people to show up no actually i don't because so much of washington now is closed off well that's that's another thing and i, I think yeah because i don't think we get to talk about this let's let's talk about that mindset of like ratings and and popularity and and wealth and things like that um there a lot of especially trump supporters are they're so fixated on on ratings and and numbers and things like that. Well, it's because Trump is. Yes, exactly. And um, there's a, a thread that I had shared on my personal Facebook. I might have shared it on Twitter too. I can't remember. Um, it was um, an immigrant who had grown up in traditionally poor white areas because that's where his family could afford to live, and he was talking about that. Poor white people is a big chunk of them that don't see themselves as poor. They see themselves as temporarily embarrassed millionaires. And they equate wealth and being rich and successful with being hardworking and smart and clever and a good person. And then if you're poor... You're lazy. You don't do your work. You're you're just unsuccessful. You're not a good person. You're a bad person. So when they see someone like Trump, that's what they want. They want to be successful, rich, wealthy, popular, just like, you know, Trump is in their mind. And they equate that as Trump is a good person because they equate wealth with being a good person and working hard. And they don't see that people like that have taken advantage of immigrants and not paid, you know, accounts that they were supposed to pay and, you know, didn't take advantage of a system, weren't handed money from their parents, you know. 
And that if they just get that one that one break, or if they just work really hard, eventually they're going to be able to be rich. And it's it's a very ignorant mindset, and it's not their fault either. It's this this whole society that has shamed poverty. Okay. I I I I said this off air when you read this to me, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna say it now. I have been poor, very poor at some points where I lived on a golf course for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have been very wealthy where my bank account at one point had seven figures. Um, I have, you know, now I'm kind of, you know, I'm, 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 Definitely not near seven figures, but I'm not dirt poor where I'm sleeping on a golf course either. Um, I have worked hard for everything that I have. Mm -hmm. And anybody that knows me knows that. And anybody that disagrees with that, um, yeah, seriously, talk to me privately because me and you need to have a discussion. Um, anybody that knows me knows how hard that I work, uh, to, to, to make a good living to support us, uh, if possible. Uh, and, and, and to not only that, but I work hard for other people as well. And I think that that mentality is lost on a lot of people. And and I want to give an example. When we were in Belize, I I, I purchased a a uh, it, it was a, a like a clay sculpture of 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 a Mayan calendar, and one of the things that Ferrari and I like to do was collect money from different countries, mm-hmm. and you know even if it was just coins. You yeah, know. I literally, I, I, I can't travel the world on this money. I probably have less than ten dollars in yeah, it's foreign not a currency, lot. But, but but it's neat but to it's have. Nice to look at. You yeah, know? It, it's neat to have. And so the gentleman that 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 sold us this, we we actually asked for change for for a dollar. Yeah, I had I had an American. The the thing about Belize is Belize has their own currency. But they also they they will gladly take American dollars. They also consider American dollars like their currency as well. So I had tried to hand this man a dollar American in exchange for you know whatever coins in Belize you know the Belize currency that he could give me. And he would have made money because what a lot of people yeah, don't realize only, with Belize. A dollar American is worth two dollars Belize. Yeah, exactly. So I was basically asking for pocket change, like twenty cents or whatever. But here's a dollar. I just yeah, you know. And he would not accept the dollar. No. He reached into his pocket and handed me a handful of Belizean change. And even when I tried to continue to give him the dollar, he's like, "No, just take it." And it's important to point out that a lot of these people. They they live, they're literally they, living on pocket change. Yeah, they're they're like their their houses. If they don't have a house, which usually doesn't have electricity and definitely doesn't have air conditioning, um, because one man owns the 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 electrical grid in Belize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so electricity is incredibly expensive in Belize. Um, 
or they live in huts. Uh, they literal, literally live in huts and they follow the old Mayan ways. Yeah. And the, 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 so the fact that this guy had very little to nothing and he was just, no, here, take it. Thank you. You know, like he, he didn't have to do that. How many Americans would do that? There's not many. Um, there are some, don't get me wrong. There are definitely, I, there are definitely some good Americans, um, for sure. I, and we've named some of them. Um, as a matter of fact, one that I'm, that I'm dealing with on, on a daily basis, uh, she's a journalist, Vanessa Brito, uh, has been of incredible help to me with a situation I'm running into. Um, and again, and Exami, um, has been a, a huge help and, so there are good people, and there's good people in government. There's good people in government. But that whole 70-something percent are against the Capitol, uh, the Capitol insurrection, uh, I have a really, really difficult time buying that. Because when you read the replies, and this goes back to when I posted on, on Dr. Joe Biden's Twitter mm -hmm. about keeping them safe. And then all of a sudden, within an hour, the hounds of hell of patriotism decided to rain down on me. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, it wasn't until about three you decided to go and like this one dude's post so you have backup that you decide to say something. And that's what I've noticed about these patriots. Is that if you get them alone, they have no guts. You put them in a group, oh, all of a sudden, well, it's, it's they crowd, take it's on the world. It's crowd mentality. You know, it's crowd think or it's, whatever you want to, you know. No, you're right. But I have the mentality of, look, if you believe strongly enough in something, you'll stand up for it yourself. Right. And I don't know. Maybe I don't I don't know if that's if that's a northern thing, because originally we're from New York. I, I came I I grew up in a neighborhood where if you wanted something or if you wanted to keep something that was yours from being stolen, you had to fight for it. Right. You, like literally fight for it, not argue like you had to fight with fists. And that's how I grew up. I grew up in a neighborhood where fighting was not uncommon. I, I I'd seen a guy who I don't know if he lived or died. I have to assume he died. Um, Get his brains bashed in with a baseball bat. To the point where his skull, where, where there was pieces of his skull in the grass, and his four, five, six-year-old kids, we were going over and lifting up pieces of his skull because to us, it's like, wow, this is cool. Not realizing that this guy was probably dead or dying, and the police, of course, once they showed up, picked us up, washed our hands off took care of us, took us back to our parents, explained to our parents what we had, you know, what had just happened, you know. Um, and that brings me to, I think, something that we're going to use to close out today. Uh, mm -hmm. Unless, actually, before before I get to that, well, we'll get to this, then we'll get to 
I want to mention the parlor post that you were talking about yesterday. Uh, so people realize the type of people that we're dealing with. Um, do you remember those? The ones that you showed me yesterday? Um, when Ferrari is looking at those, I want to explain something about the police. I was very vocal about the police during the Black Lives Matter protests. I was also very vocal that not all police are bad. Um, but the ones that are bad need to be removed. And I think a good example of that actually was the insurrection at the Capitol. We're starting to see that some of those D.C. police, uh, some of those metropolitan police, uh, some of the Capitol police were actually helping the insurrectionists. Um, okay. We're actually helping the insurrectionists. Those, those, my friends, those are bad cops. Um, there were plenty of police though. And I remember, and I don't remember the gentleman's name. He, he, he was a person of color and he, as, as this mob was coming towards him, he was trying to lead them away from the Senate chambers. And yes, he was leading them upstairs, but he was leading, you know, where he was talking on his radio. I have to assume he knew that there was backup on the floor above him. Yeah, he did end up leading them into where there was backup. So, but, but, but again, he was trying to prevent um, anyone from getting hurt and putting his own life at risk. And I was disgusted when Trump did his, some are going to call it a concession speech, even though it was Not really. pretty much Mark Meadows, I think, having a gun to his head saying, you're going to say this. Um, it, it was a cover your ass speech is mm -hmm. what it was. Yeah, he was saving himself. And I want to talk about that, too. There's something I want to, I want to mention about that okay. speech, too. Um, you, we can talk about it in a minute. We All finish right. what you were saying. But, but the thing is, he never acknowledged the police officer that died, that got hit, uh, we, we, we believe, um, at least the, the media believes was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Mm -hmm. That family is mourning the loss of a loved one who was defending. I think, I think something that's really important that we need to bring up, and this goes along with this. The police officers that were there, I watched a great special, and if you have the opportunity to watch it, um, I suggest that you do. On ABC, they had a special about 24 hours regarding the, the Capitol unrest. And one of the things that was interesting is not one, not one congressman or woman, not one... Uh, a uh, news correspondent seen the National Guard. The National Guard supposedly showed up in their personal cars. The National Guard were requested for traffic control, but they also were requested in case, in case something like this happened. And then you go back and you look in July when there was people near the Capitol and you see lines upon lines upon lines of National Guard and police that were all ready to spray mace. You have to remember, when I was watching these protests, I would see police literally lift someone's head up. I seen them. A girl was actually sitting on a curb. 
crime. I'm not saying this was in D.C. I actually believe it might have been in Seattle or Louisville. I might be wrong because uh, I was watching a lot of different cities. Yeah, I think cities. it happened several times um, in different cities. Yeah, it did. Uh, but they literally grabbed her by her hair, lifted her head up, and sprayed her with mace. She was sitting on a curb crying because she had hurt her ankle. Those police, I have zero respect for. Blue lives matter my ass. But the police that actually cared and took the time to say, hey, look, we want to work this out with you. Which, to be fair, in the Capitol unrest, there was a police officer that did pull the, the one insurrectionist that came in with, I don't know, the horns on his head. Oh, the Q shaman, yeah. The, you know, pulled him aside and said, look, we need to get you all out of here. And the one thing that the, the, the Q shaman wanted promise was that nobody would be tear gassed. And the police was honest with him. I can't promise your safety when you're in the Capitol. Once you leave, I promise you no one will, will, will tear gas you. And I believe that officer, actually. Did they leave? Nah, they didn't leave. But he tried to de-escalate. The one saying that the police officer taking a selfie with insurrectionists was de-escalating? Uh, wow. You're stupid as shit. Um, that's not de-escalating. That's, that's not de-escalating at all. Um, and this goes back to the same thing. People wonder why a number of people, me included, are, are saying that the inauguration should be held indoors. I don't know who they can trust. And I don't think anybody can say the, well, I totally trust Capitol Police. I totally trust D.C. Police. I totally trust Metropolitan Police or Park Police. You can't say that. You cannot truly say that so all these cops that these people were saying blue lives matter blue lives matter blue lives matter did it really matter at the insurrection no as a matter of fact they turned on the cops and i think that was part of the problem is the cops were not expecting the same people that supported them to turn on them but you know what else came out of this is a number of the Black Lives Matter movement, they actually supported the police. If I'm a police officer at this point, I'm making friends with those in Black Lives Matter because they weren't violent. People are going to say, oh, they were violent. Yeah, you know what? In the beginning, they were. Then they got organized. Uh, because they're planning on, uh, supposedly planning on more attacks uh, within the next week, I'm not going to get into how a protest, you know, forms and how it how it evolves. I will at some point. Right now, no, because again, they're planning more protests uh, leading up to the inauguration. I don't want to give anybody ideas, um, but I think it's important to realize that the Black Lives Matter protests weren't your problem. Your problem was racism. I've got news for you, America. You're racist. And I know that's hard for some people to grasp. I know that's hard for some people to actually accept. I know there's some people that probably are listening to this saying, well, I'm not racist. Bullshit. You're racist. At the very least, you have white privilege. 
And you know how I know that? I'm actually part black and I have white privilege. So stop trying to sit there and blame it all on black people. Stop trying to excuse it and say, well, you know, we were just following. No, you all can choose your own actions. You can do what you want. Listen to police. Stay lawful. Don't hurt anybody. Because here's the thing. If you decide to go and get uppity, I can't promise, and neither can they actually, uh, that the National Guard's not going to have an itchy trigger finger. You decide to pull out a gun because obviously it's not open carry in D.C., you probably are going to get shot. And this goes back where I've seen people, well, you, nobody's going to mourn the, the lady from the Air Force that got shot in the neck. No, um, I don't mourn her loss at all. Uh, she was trying to break a window. She broke it. Then she tried sneaking through it after being told they've got guns. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's not a patriot. That's not a hero. That's a really stupid person. You want to go ahead before I say something even worse? I, uh, you know, I, you, I, uh, Mandrake's a rager. He, he, he just keeps raging and inventing, which is fine. You know, it's good for him to, you know, get it out. Um, what he wanted me to talk about was, um, Parler filed a lawsuit against Amazon for, you know, trying to block them, you know, from being available. Um, and Amazon's response was that in mid-November 2020, um, Amazon received reports that Parler was hosting content threatening violence in breach of the agreement. So they, um, in seeking to better understand Parler's approach to content moderation, they provided Parler two representative examples, asked whether this type of content violates Parler's policies, and asked for more detailed information on Parler's policies and processes for handling and mitigating such content. Which in layman's terms, Amazon, hey, we're seeing a lot of violent stuff being posted on your app. Is this something that you um, are okay with? So they came up with uh, about a hundred, more than a hundred um, pieces of content that they de that Amazon deemed unacceptable, you know, violent. And some of them were, um, fry them up the whole fucking crew, um, hashtag Pelosi, hashtag AOC, hashtag the squad, hashtag Chuck Schumer, hashtag HRC, which is Hillary Rodham Clinton, hashtag Obama, hashtag BLM, hashtag Antifa, we are coming for you and you will know it. Uh, we are going to fight in a civil war on January 20th from militias now and acquire targets. Um, on January 20th, we need to start systemically assassinating hashtag liberal leaders, liberal activists, BLM leaders and supporters, members of the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, mainstream media anchors and correspondents and Antifa. I already have a newsworthy event planned. Uh, shoot the police that protect these shitbag senators right in the head, then make the senator grovel a bit before capping the ass. These are the kinds of things that were being posted on Parler. Um, and, I mean, there's there's more trash um, that I don't even want to, you know, quote. 
But these are the kinds of things that get that were being posted on Parlor, and why Amazon took it up. You know, once everybody said like, "Listen, Parlor needs to go." Parlor was taken off of the Apple Store. Parlor was taken off of Google Play. Parlor was taken off of Amazon. These are the reasons why. I have a because, question for mm-hmm. you. Oh no, no, you can finish what you're no, gonna say. No, go ahead. I'm good. Is that would you consider that censorship? No. Why? Censorship is censorship from the government. The government cannot tell you that, oh, you can't say, we have free speech in this country. This is what makes it so that we can have this podcast. Censorship is the government saying, I don't like you talking bad about what we're doing. Okay. We're going to throw you in jail because we don't like what what you're saying about the government. When... Censorship is not from a private company. Okay. This goes back to when everybody was d- debating whether or not a Christian bakery could or should not bake a cake for a gay wedding. Censorship is not, you know, Twitter, Facebook, anything, any the internet, you know, They're... they can say... No, this goes against our terms of service. Okay. And I mean, if you, for those of us who were on AOL Instant Messenger or Yahoo Messenger or AOL, how many times did we get tossed? And we used the word tossed because TOS is terms of service, and tossed also meant that we got tossed off of the internet by these companies. For a certain amount of time. I I brought that up for a reason. I asked if it was censorship for a reason. I used this as an example to one of these patriots that was bitching saying that they're being censored and Trump was being censored. Freedom and, of speech is not freedom from consequence. Yes. I will give you a great example. And, and Ferrari and I talked about this. We... we, we, we have run entertainment events in the past and we ask because they're family friendly events. We ask people to please watch their language fans included. Yes. Uh, in other words, I don't want F bombs dropped, uh, because there's little kids there. I realize that sometimes it's an accident. I, 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 again, especially with wrestlers. Um, if it's a wrestling event and you get hit really hard, it's kind, of, it's imagine, kind of a natural reaction. Uh, imagining you, hammering you, a nail and or, slipping and hitting your thumb. Yeah, you or know? stubbing your toe really hard. I yeah. mean, it's like trying not to swear, you know? Um, and what we'll usually do is we'll send someone over and we'll 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 have security warn them. Look, this is a family-friendly show. Please refrain from swearing. And if they keep it up, and oftentimes they will because they're drunk, then we have no other choice. We have to escort them away from the building. They don't get a refund. Right. Well, they- my my whole thing about any of this hate hateful talk is um walk into your place of work <laughs> and say this to your coworker, to your boss, to a customer. Well, and I, see what happens. Is that censorship? If I go to my job and I tell somebody to F off and my boss fires me, is I'll, that censorship? I'll That's go, not censorship. I'll, I'll go one further. Let's say you're at your job and you don't get the 
the uh, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? The promotion because someone else got it. Um, someone that you don't believe deserves that promotion, um, and you refuse to acknowledge it. You insist that the powers that be, your bosses, reconsider. You insist that they have another meeting to reconsider. And you do this close <coughs> to 60 times. Do you think you're still going to have a job? They're going to throw you out on your ass. Right. You know, um, again, this is the problem is that so many people... You would think that the speech he gave, even though I honestly think it was full of shit, mm -hmm. the speech that he gave the other night would have been enough to placate a number of his followers. No, but and I, you're I, gonna I, I'm going to say I know why. you're going to get to something. <laughs> well, there, it's more than just that. One of the reasons why, and, and Ferrari has another reason on top of what I'm going to say, mm -hmm. is at first that would have been good enough. Now they actually want him to actually concede the election. Yes, there are people. Oh, excuse me. There are people who are saying they will not stop until Trump himself actually gives an official concession speech. Yes, and because not everybody that follows him blindly is believes in QAnon. Mm -hmm. Some people, honestly, for whatever reason, thinks think that. He's doing what's best for the country. Um, how you can think that, I really don't know. But, okay, um, you know, whatever, teach their own. Uh, unfortunately, though, when you lose, you need to accept that you've lost. Uh, I mean, in playing sports as many years as I have, I've won quite a few times. But I've also lost quite a few times. And I had to accept that. Um, but... As far as QAnon supporters go, you have something very interesting. Um, yeah, Vice.com had a um an article um yesterday pertaining to that video from Wednesday evening that Trump put out. That um in in the first few minutes of the video, I mean, it did. If we didn't know how much of a liar he was, actually did sound like he was condemning what happened at the Capitol the week before. Yeah, I, I, okay, I can You know, if, if, we did, if he hadn't shown himself to be a chronic pathological liar throughout the years, and I'm not just talking the last four years, I'm talking like his entire life. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, it does. It was written as a condemnation speech. You know, that it, it, what happened at the Capitol was wrong. Violence is never the answer. You know, anyone who is a true American would not do this, whatever. And then he kind of started his own little, like, but we're still going to fight and this, that, and the other thing and whatever. Um, this goes back to the reason why Trump needs to be held responsible for the insurrection is not that he specifically said go out and do this it's that his supporters look for clues in what he says and does that he's sending them coded messages and telling them what to do on the down low 
Um, the Vice.com article from yesterday, oh, January 14th, says desperate QAnon believers think Trump spoke to them in Morse code. At one point in this video, which I think was about five or six minutes long, um, they said about the just after the four minute mark. Um, I don't want to say exactly where it was because I don't want people like going and looking and being like, oh yeah, it was. It was a it was a Q code. Um, at one point, the way he moves his hands, the QAnon people took it as he was speaking in Morse code, and that he moved his hands in a dash dash dot dash formation, which in Morse code is the letter Q. And they took that as he still supports the QAnon. We're still on track for what we're supposed to be doing. And whether he did that on purpose or not, these people are looking for these things. They watch what he does second by second to see what they can... Oh, he's still with us. See? And they, they look for these things. It's... Well, again, he 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 is pointed out people wearing Q shirts. He pointed out a baby with a with a QAnon onesie on. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he he really has put himself in the same situation, you know, in, in, in a bad situation. Um, QAnon is recognized as domestic terrorist by the FBI. Um, we mentioned Antifa earlier. Okay, look, here, here's news for you. If you still honestly think that Antifa had anything to do with this, stop watching TV, go get a psychiatrist, and go get help. Mm -hmm. Because numerous law enforcement entities have already ruled that out. I know when I spoke to a member of my family that he was somewhat insistent that Antifa had a part in it, um, that I said, prove it. Uh, it. It's the same thing with the election. If you honestly think Trump won, prove it. Nobody's been able to prove a damn thing. Prove it. What you're going to have to do if you want to fix this problem, in America, you should be listening if you want to fix this problem, you need to cut off the head of the snake. What I mean by that is Trump and his inner circle, which includes his kids and includes Giuliani and includes Sidney Powell and includes Michael Flynn. It includes Roger Stone and it includes a number of those in Congress that still, still believe that Trump is their savior or whatever you want to call it. They need to be humbled. In other words, they need to be thrown in jail. There is enough where it's very possible that Trump may be the first president that gets thrown in prison. And I, there's someone on our Facebook page that loves to say, well, it's never happened before. Guess what, Brian? We're in uncharted territory. So saying that it hasn't happened before don't mean shit. No, might not have happened before. But guess what? It's happening now. Um, 
his kids. His kids have broken multiple laws. That's even the Republicans when it came time for the investigation into the Russian probe. Even even the Republican Party has said that Trump and 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 his children should be investigated over it. That was their recommendation after the Mueller report. So they know that it's a problem. When Mitch McConnell won't even give you an answer one way or another, he's not even trying to sway the Senate. Because they're going to go after impeachment charges once, once Biden's in office. They're going to go after impeachment to convict Trump anyway. McConnell, who usually tries swaying the Republicans one way or another, isn't even trying to sway them. He's like, vote with your heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to bet that McConnell is going to vote to convict. I hope because, he does. Because Trump pretty much ruined McConnell's political career now. Right. McConnell's political career is for the most part over. And the young politicians that are getting into office, I've said before, I'm not a big fan of AOC. I think she's way too left for me. That being said, this is going to come out way wrong, way more wrong than I wanted to. But what happened at the Capitol might have actually been a good thing because I think AOC got a really, really shocking dose of reality. And I think you're going to see that she's not as left-leaning as she was before. By no means is she going to lean right. But she's I, not going to lean to the I, I don't. Left. I don't think that it necessarily changed any of her views. I think she's just so much more angry and fired up now. If anybody has seen her on her Twitter or Facebook page, she, I mean, she is calling, she was calling out people left and right when she got reelected, but now she is calling out anyone who is anyway excusing or defending any of this that she, excuse me, she, um, she really, like, her give a damn is definitely busted. Well, they, she, she needs to call people. I pe- yeah. Look, if you honestly want this country to survive, you need to call people out, and you need to actually grow a set. If you're one of these patriots, call them out one on one. Don't sit there with a group of five, ten, fifteen, twenty people behind you and call one person out. That's not having a set. That's being a pussy. I have no problem at all calling anybody out. I've called people out on this podcast numerous times. I've invited people on numerous times. Every single time I've invited them. Funny, the only ones that actually want to come on here are politicians. Which we're working yeah, on. Yeah, we're, we're more than happy to have. I, I Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm more than happy to have them. But the ones that actually were the most outspoken about this. Not one of them wants to come on here. They they, they would rather debate it privately. And the reason why is because when you're wrong, really sucks when I humiliate you, like, publicly. Because unlike you, I actually will try to find unbiased or as close to being unbiased resources as possible. I'm not going to sit there and go to an extreme right-wing page and send, send a video 
that has a whole bunch of black people talking about how BLM is is a horrible thing, and they're all being taken out of context. They're all being taken out of context. Antifa had nothing to do with this. If you still believe it was Antifa, go get help. We all should hope for a very safe inauguration. Um, we should hope that Trump does not have the military parade that he wants for a send-off. Look, get your fat ass in the goddamn helicopter and take off like every other president that's left. <laughs> and I'm very interested to see what's going to happen when he's down here. By law, he's not allowed to stay at Mar-a-Lago more than seven days in a row. That's that's by law when when is that yeah I know we both have, have mentioned that but then I heard somebody say that that only pertains to the guests. Now see I it it's been said that in in numerous local papers in Palm Springs that that actually applies to him okay. and the business partner that that okay. he went to business I, with. The I purchaser. do I I believe the local newspapers because they would actually do the work you know, to, to find out. And I know that his, the people around there do not want him there. No, the only one that wants him here is DeSantis, but that's because DeSantis doesn't give a shit about Florida. Yeah. DeSantis, look, I'm not, I, I, I've been trying to stay away from Florida politics because Florida is one of the few states that has not yet impl implemented the, uh, extra weeks of unemployment and they just now start rolling out the 300 extra dollars but it's only for certain people it's not for people on pua or puc it's for just straight up unemployed and they've let a lot of people there's still people from march and may that haven't gotten paid yeah and desantis doesn't care desantis is the one that wrote the bill saying that well you if, if there's protesters, even if they're peaceful, if they're not on the sidewalk, you can run them over with a car and you're not held liable. He's the one that wrote that bill. And what I find funny is he reintroduced that bill in a national level and said that he wrote it in response to what happened at the Capitol. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's why it, it came out. I believe it was late August, early September down here. Um, he must have been able to see into the future. DeSantis is an idiot, and we've got all these problems in Florida, and what did he do yesterday? He decided to go and, and, and talk about uh, Texas con uh, you know, conservatism, conservatism and uh, censorship. Um, look, please, I don't want to offend anybody in Texas. If they listen to this, but I really don't care about Texas. You guys elected Ted Cruz. That speaks enough. Don't get me wrong. We're just as bad. We elected DeSantis. He's just as much of an asshat. Um, but our guy doesn't even care about our state. He doesn't care about our state one bit. And he's scrambling now to find friends. And he's going to hope to find friends with Biden. And I truly hope that Biden sees through the bullshit that DeSantis spews. Uh, was there anything else we wanted to go over? I know there's a lot. I know sometimes we've been trying to keep it to an hour. Sometimes we've been going over, but there's a lot in politics happening. 
Um, I know we were going to do this on Wednesday, but I don't think we're going to have time to do it on Wednesday because um, the, the, the inauguration's on Wednesday. So I think we're planning on Thursday. Was there anything else you want to yeah, cover? Yeah, no, I think that's that's it. I think we covered everything that we wanted to, as far as I can remember. So. All right, again, um, we'll do it on Thursday. The only way we might do it early is, is and I hope this does not happen, is if there is something along the same lines of what happened last Wednesday on Inauguration Day. Then, obviously, we will record something um, right away. Uh, I hope we don't have to. Um, I really hope that it's a very peaceful inauguration. Uh, but I, I guess time will tell. So for now, please, everybody, have a wonderful and safe weekend. Be safe. Wear masks, especially because I know it's going to piss some of you off. Uh, and Hey, man, I like pissing people off. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, and, again, uh, I apologize for swearing so much. This will be labeled explicit. Uh, once we kind of get away from heated events, I will be able to watch my language. But being that it's our podcast, I can say whatever I want. So have a great weekend. Be safe. Uh, you want to say anything before we go? Be safe, guys. Thanks right. for listening. See you next week. Oh, the day.